You're very welcome to Heartbeat of Ireland, brought to you by Brian Nolan. You know, uh, last night the temperature dropped to probably zero. I don't know what that is in real money, but it was cold enough that uh, the dog came in and shook himself off and went to sleep by the fireplace. And I had uh, just gotten some turf from a neighbour, a bag of turf, and I had put it on. And there's a difference between the heat that emanates from coal or timber and turf. Turf burns at just the right temperature to warm up the room, give it an ambient feeling. If you've gone to an Irish pub and they give you a pint of Guinness and it's too cold, you leave the pint down by their open fireplace, the uh, mantelpiece or down by where they, the turf is kept. And five minutes later, your pint is at the perfect temperature for drinking. And that's something that we Irish have realised. You don't need to put too much coal on the fire. You don't need to put too much turf on the fire. You need to put just enough that it takes the dampness off the air and gives you that ambience. It's perfect for telling stories in, perfect for drying the clothes over the fireplace. Well, for conversations around the fireplace, perfect for gazing into the embers. I love a turf fire. I just love it. I know it's not PC anymore to have a turf fire. People say there's a terrible smell of your clothes. There's a terrible smell in the street when you burn turf. But I think there's something special and magic and sweet about the scent of burning turf. That blue smoke that comes out of the chimney. You're walking towards your mother's house and you see it curling up from the, the fireplace or the fire the chimney pot and you realise that there's bread on the, the griddle pan that she's just made some lovely brown bread and she'll put some nice country butter on that and you'll have your supper and it'll be perfect. But it all has to do with our, our relationship with the turf. Uh, turf bogs, bog, we've, we've cut turf in Ireland for thousands of years. We didn't have any natural coal. And nowadays we import our coal from places like Poland and South Africa and whatever. Um, and, and while it's fine, it, 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 it's also a pollutant, of course. Turf is also a pollutant, but it's not so much so. We have timber. You can buy in your, your local filling station. You buy your bags of logs or whatever. The real thing to buy is turf if you can get it at all, even to do it as a treat. I know lots of people in America who have a little bag of turf beside their big fire. They have huge fireplaces in America and they would always have a couple of little sods of turf that they stuffed into their suitcase or their children's rucksack when they were flying back on the 747 after their trip to Ireland and they have a few sods of turf just so they can recreate that ambience, that smell in their house in Connecticut or out in Wisconsin or Pennsylvania or whatever, that they have this feeling of home. And, you know, when I talk to Americans on my walking tours, they all talk about this, oh, I love being in Ireland and I love the smell of the turf. In fairness, very few of us smell turf nowadays. And nowadays, with the government restrictions on burning smoky fuel, uh, there'll be less and less of this. But there are still lots of pubs around the country, when the pubs reopen, who will have a turf fire. And, you know, when you have your hot whiskey on a cold night, or indeed when you have your pint again, as a couple of friends, you're getting together and you're watching the fire and you're having a chat. You know, it's all about the ambience, all about getting together memories and friendships. We'll do that again. Don't worry, it'll all come back eventually. But for the moment, I went down to my filling station to buy some briquettes. Uh, briquettes uh, sounds like a French word. It kind of is, briquette, small brick. Uh, back in the 1930s, we had uh, very little industry in Ireland, but we had an amount of turf bog. And our government had invested in producing electricity. I mentioned before in one of my podcasts, rural electrification, where the government in the 1950s ran electric wires to every farmhouse the whole way across the countryside, out to the island and so on. 
so that we had electric light. But that electricity had to be generated. The bulk of it was generated initially by Ordna Crusher, which was a hydroelectric power plant on the Shannon down near Limerick, uh, and then supplemented by coal and oil-fired stations. But initially, we had four or five turf-fired power stations in Ireland. And we'd set up a company called Board Namona. Board is kind of a, the Irish word for company. Namona is the Irish word for turf. So the board of the turf, Ireland is like a saucer. So the centre of Ireland is shallow and uh, doesn't have many mountains. Quite wet and damp and it was kind of a drainage area for the Shannon particularly the Shannon River and all the other rivers that emanated from the centre. And that area, for thousands of years, laid down peat. And Bordnamona developed huge tractors with massive arms that were able to mill that peat, cut a tiny centimetre of turf off the top of the bog, and that then was gathered by machines into big drying uh, sheds. And then they baked them and make briquettes out of them. And those briquettes are uh, modern-day turf sods. So if you go to the bog properly and you cut your turf with a schlan, the two-sided shovel, and then you toss the turf up onto the bank where the wind and the sun, mostly the wind, drives the turf. And then in September, you bring the turf in, put it into a shed the side of your house, and that's your fuel for your fire, fuel for baking, fuel for heating the house and so on. Getting less and less so nowadays. Modern house, you know, turf was relatively dirty, you know, it would crumble and flake and you have dust everywhere. And the ashes was always a bit Ashesy, <laughs> whatever the word for ashes is. Board Namona, they invented this bale of briquettes. It was glazed on the outside, no dust. You could pick it up in your hand and not get any mark on your hand. And that became our fuel, particularly for starting a fire, because they burn a little bit more easily than coal. And those bales of briquettes, you know, they would pay three or four or five euros eventually for them. And it would last you a week or more in your fireplace. Nowadays, we've reinvented ourselves. We got all sorts of new fuels that were developed from our timber industry because we have lots and lots of forestry. And the offcuts from that are now sort of dried and used to make timber briquettes. You buy them for your fireplace and they're quite nice and they give a good blaze. They don't have that sort of ambient heat, though. and They certainly don't have that scent that you get from turf. And then in the last month, our government have announced that Bordnamona, the Irish Turf Board, will cease to make briquettes. They will now focus entirely on creating new uses for the, the bogs, or what's left of the bogs in the centre of Ireland, and discontinue the manufacturing of briquettes, and also the biggest cash cow for them, which was moss peat. So if you're planting your seedlings or your flowers or your bulbs or whatever, you put moss peat into the pots or you mix it in with your soil. And that was full of all sorts of goodness and rich sort of um, elements for growing plants and was very good at retaining moisture, really good for putting down your lawn, that type of thing. That is now being ceased and we will be importing moss peat from the bogs of Eastern Europe It'll be put onto a truck. There'll be a huge carbon footprint by the time it gets to Ireland. And we'll be putting it on our land, spreading the detritus of plants that died a million years ago in Europe onto the land of Ireland. While in the meantime, we have thousands and hundreds of thousands of acres, perfectly good moss peat that we could be using, as we always have used, to fertilise our own land. Sometimes, you know, you have to talk to somebody older to see the common sense in how to approach a problem. Sometimes I wonder about the younger people that are governing us and do they really think this through? I think personally it's nuts to be bringing moss peat from Latvia and Lithuania when we could be making our own moss peat here. 
Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. You can find me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you like to listen. You can find me also at Goway Walks on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook and GoawayWalks.com. <laughs>